You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. What's We're up, War Report family? We are no back with another doing the work, hard work to bring podcast powered by the War Report. As always, it's Wednesday. I got my guy Auburn memes here with me. We're talking a little Auburn basketball. Before we get into it, quick word from our sponsors. Treat your boys. Chill Boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool calm and comfortable chill boys underwear will help you keep the boys close uh, not too close when the game is on the line you won't break a sweat with chill boys underwear whether it's left boy right boy or both boys chill boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt visit chillboys.com and use code rapport that's r-a-p-p-o-r-t and get 15 percent off of your order maximize your chill with chill boys Memes, Auburn basketball went worldwide today. Hey, I've been calling Bruce Mr. World. Yeah, I've been calling Bruce Mr. Worldwide before he actually was playing international ball. So I I feel like I've been ahead on this trend. But uh, it was good to see him living up to the name. Yeah, well, look, he took the team overseas. This um, this is a significant opportunity for I think a lot of players who have never had a chance to travel internationally at all. Uh, they traveled to Israel. Um, you know, uh, he is Bruce is of Jewish descent. So this trip hold, held a special significance for him. Uh, they got to go down there. And today they played the Israel under 20 team. So these guys weren't super experienced. And I believe they'll have some stiffer competition in the coming games. But game one was a blowout. Um, now, I'm looking at the box score here with you. The final score was what? Where do they finish here? 117 to 56. It kind of, you hear that score, lopsided. you might think, you might think of the Bama game last season, but no, this was uh, this was the Israel game. Yeah, it was lopsided. It was a lopsided uh, victory, but we got to see some things. So I want to highlight a few things. There are some newcomers to Auburn basketball. Uh, High-profile transfer, Janai Broom, debuted as an Auburn Tiger in this game, so we got to see him. Uh, The uh, former LSU commit, Johan, debuted in this one also. He had um, close to the most minutes. Out of there, I mean, he was top three in minutes played in this game. So Johan had a pretty good game. He poured in twenty. Uh, he and, was short of Broom by one second. Yeah, he definitely was. But I'll tell you what: before we get to the new guys, let's talk about some of the incumbents. I had my eyes on Alan Flanagan in this game. Uh, now we all know about his injury, his Achilles injury last year, really set him back. I was looking to see how he bounced back. He seemed a lot more confident on that leg in this game. Uh, he shot the ball. I thought he hit a couple. He nailed a couple threes. I liked what I saw from Alex Landon again in, in, in this one. What did you think about Alex? Yes, yeah, so we uh, we had a post-game space afterward, as we try to do. 
just to kind of get a feel for everybody. And it's, I love doing those after the games because you just get a lot of opinions because you got a lot of different eyes seeing different things because you just can't pick up on every single thing there is to notice. But in that space, almost unanimously, that was one thing that almost everybody pointed out, myself included, said, wow, Flanagan really looks like he's moving a lot better. And I'm not trying to, and I was definitely a little overly critical of Flan a lot last year. And I was trying not to be like that today. Cause I mean, you see some things in the stat sheet that you're like, well, you know, that, that could have been better. That could have been better. It's early on. It's basically an expedition game, not looking into it too much. But I think the most important part was the movement did seem a lot better. He was playing more confident out there and was, by and large, I'd say getting back to more of the Flanagan who we remember from the previous season pre-injury yeah I really liked what I saw I think you said it best he looked like he trusted that Achilles out there and you know that's a tough basketball injury to come back from so I was happy to see him uh bounce back he had a little bit of bounce in his step he looked good on defense uh you know flying around the basketball but you know again newcomers this newcomers Johan all Eyes on Johan and Janai Broom, as well as Chance Westry, who surprisingly looks, he looks very one and done-ish to me as well, too. What did you think about Chance Westry? Yeah, I mean, I, that definitely, you know, it's fun because there's like so many, it's just like they're playing a team, they're blowing out. I mean, essentially a borderline high school team, if you look at the ages. And even then, there were some people kind of tossing out how this team had actually just played some big games in Europe and a lot of their key players weren't even in. So it's like, you're almost essentially playing backups of this team. So from a caliper standpoint of matchups, it might've been a little lopsided this game. Now we'll talk about this a little bit later, but the games this upcoming weekend going to be a lot more intense on the competition. So it is appearing, but there's still some really good storylines. I'm just excited. And almost like in this surreal twilight zone that it's early August and we get to talk basketball, not like in hypotheticals, like we actually get like a game to talk about. So that's really cool. And I think kind of gives us some really good like stuff to preview once we get closer to November and we actually do have some real basketball play. And yeah, I mean, you got to circle these guys because it was the story. What was the story of last year? Jabari Walker. Then what's the story following that? How are we going to replace Jabari and Walker? And what are the guards going to do? And, you know, is Allen going to come back? And there's all these deals. And, of course, this, what do you got to circle? The new guys coming in. Broom, huge, huge profile transfer. Let one of the just the guys at Moorhead State um, led tons of stats in the O Valley Conference. Really good guy to bring in, especially kind of filling that void that Walker had. I mean, you look at the stats right here, as I previously tagged. He played one second more than um, Johan. 1911, where Johan was 1910. Nobody played more than 20 minutes. And a lot of those guys, pretty much almost everybody who touched the court was between about 17 to 19 minutes. I mean, that, that's where like most of the guys were. And I definitely think Bruce was trying to spread that a little bit more. But specifically going back to Broom, the guy was eight for nine field goal shots. Uh, didn't throw up any threes as a big man. You know, it's probably not anything we, uh, needed to really see, but had uh, really tore up the tore up the stat sheet, stat sheet. I cannot talk tonight. Tore up the stat sheet across the board. Uh, he had 17 points. He also got 10 rebounds. And uh, jumping from there, because the only person had more rebounds than him, and this is, I think, probably one of the more unexpected, pleasant surprises that everybody saw with 
toward the bottom end of minutes as far as guys in that uh, medium with 16-23. But Dylan Cardwell had himself a game and led with 14 rebounds, 12 points, and had 10 blocks. And he yeah, looked like I, he was on fire today. Yeah, Cardwell looked like a different guy, right? Like, he didn't I look the like the Cardwell possible. of old. I actually felt like Dylan Cardwell may have made a significant jump this offseason based on what we saw. Now, obviously, it's just the first game, and this was not a high level of competition that he went up against. But he did look more confident out there. I thought the team as a whole... You know, for a first game, not bad. They're going to have to learn how to play with each other, especially with the new guys in the mix here. Um, to, I think it's important to note Auburn, 7 of 22 from three. So they shot 31.8% from three-point range. That's a number I hope they can improve on. Uh, yeah, I, it, I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of a sore spot <laughs> last it. year, right? Yeah, the... You know, sub 30 percent three point shooting was was difficult to overcome, I think, against uh, teams that they had, you know, when they had shooting slumps and they had to shoot their way out of a hole. Uh, there was not a high level of confidence that these guys could do that. So we'll see. So, I, I mean, 22 shots, 22 threes. I'm, I'm not I mean, th there were a lot of shots taken in this game and, and obviously they scored 117 points. So, yeah, and uh, it almost looked like it was they were just kind of having fun, you know, at a certain point. I mean, it was definitely expedition. They they wasn't a lot of discipline, but this level, how much do you expect there? So I'm right. trying to have a little bit of grace on that. But if, it, if this were an SEC game and we're. I mean, this is a little bit closer and I'm sitting there like 31 oh, percent, you know, KD shooting three for eight on threes and. You know, four for 10 for field goals. Cause there were some just time and Hawk balls. Like, man, why are you shooting that pass? But then again, I'm like, okay, it's expedition. They are practicing. They kind of toward the end of the game, got a little bit more looser, just let them play. And, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to just remember, like remind myself, like it, it the game doesn't matter. It's an expedition right. game. They're playing overseas. Well, like don't get into it too hard. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. 18 steals in this game. It felt like they were intercepting passes out there like Deion Sanders. It was interesting. A lot of the steals were um, just getting into passing lanes and uh, taking the ball away. It was it was interesting to see them play. I thought they had a lot of energy out there. I thought they had good energy. Um, a lot of good vibes around this team right now. Uh, you know, what did you think? Let's talk about some of the other guys. Zepp Jasper. But uh, at times last year, I think fans started calling for him to shoot more. He was three or four from the field. He shot 75%. Um, he took the one uh, shot that he did miss was from three. It was one or two from, from three. I think they'll be looking for him to uh, to score maybe a little bit more this year. Uh, again, Chance Westry had himself a game, five of eight from the field. Uh, you mentioned Janai Broom, eight of nine from the field. Uh, and then Wendell Green, guard play. Let's talk about guard play here for a second. Oh, Two yeah. of seven from the field. He shot 28%. 
Uh, he did not hit a three. He was 0 for 3 from three-point range. Uh, what did you think about Wendell Green out there today, eight points on the day? Yeah, well, jumping, kind of echoing what I said to KD there, and just the only reason that was like a, ah, I threw my hands up there for those who are listening for the extra dramatic effect. But Wendell and KD, just that one deal there just kind of cost us some potential games last year where it was just, they were playing a little too much hero ball. And when it hit, we won games. But when it missed, it was like, guys, just breathe and pass around the shot clock, get better looks. Like I said, not trying to look too much into that, but that that stat sheet just kind of brings up some uh, some bad memories for me a little bit. So I would love to definitely see the both of them have a little bit better shot selection from really just all shots they take, but especially the threes as well. Because, I mean, between the, between the two of them right there, you're looking at three from 11 – and then, what, right there, uh, six of 17 from the field goal percentage. So from your two your two guys that are handling the ball the most, you definitely want better shooting. And that was definitely one of the bad headlines. That's kind of the cloud that's hanging over this team is that guard play. So both of them really got to look in the mirror and say, hey, like the shooting, especially stuff we got to step up. Now, as far as just causing chaos out there, KD doing his thing perfect. Wendell looked really good handling the ball. And I love the facilitating he's doing. And I think when they get some good chemistry, I think we'll be seeing more assist out of Wendell. And if he can do that, that I in turn think will help him get better looks and get more shots because guys will have to respect for him being a ball facilitator. But he's put on, it looks like he's put on some weight. He looks strong. Like I said, I loved his confidence and stuff out there. I Hopefully this next game, maybe with the competition a little bit better and see a little bit more discipline and hopefully see some of those shot numbers be a little bit better but I personally feel really confident in his game and I think we're going to see a lot of improvements but I think it'll be really interesting and this may be our next segue here but seeing what our guy Chance Westry is going to do because I think that was another huge storyline because I mean I think a lot of people knew he was good but it was like I mean he he came out to show some people a show today right now Westry if you correct me if I'm wrong he was only a three-star recruit and I think that this just goes to show when you talk about talent evaluation, right? You talk about guys, you know, picking players that, you know, maybe just a little bit overlooked by some schools, evaluated to be not as good as some other players. But he looks very strong. Westry looks strong out there. He's bigger than I thought, right? Like, I mean, this is not a small kid out there. And he played 17 minutes again, went five of eight from the field on 62.5% shooting. Um, you know, he nailed a three, uh, just looked really good, finished with 13 points and, and has a chance to be a contributor. Uh, I do want to point out before we move on. Westry, Westry was a four. Uh, it was, was Trey. He? Yeah, it was Trey Donaldson. Donaldson. Who was Donaldson three, was a three. Right. Okay. Donaldson and he didn't play a, a whole lot. He didn't play a whole lot today. He only got. 13 uh, minutes. Oh, he got 13 yeah. minutes. Okay. He got yeah, more than I thought. Much. I was, um, sorry. I was looking. Ignore I said that. Uh, poor Leo, poor Leo Bourbon got zero, zero uh, minutes there. Yeah, he was hurt, scored. though, and didn't dress out. Was he? Is that what happened? Okay, because yeah, I was like, why did Leo get in? Yeah, he'd been, he'd been, so, you know, he'd been playing over there in Israel um, for a few weeks now. I think it was, like, with the U.S. team playing some some um, ball over there, kind of opportunity. So, he's actually been playing some, he's been playing some overseas ball now for a little bit, and he's been tearing it up with them. But I think through doing that, he got banged up because, I mean, it stinks. Like, this would really be a uh, a chance for him to 
really kind of keep it keep it going on the stage he's been in and really I mean you got to know they'd get him some minutes and who knows how he could be playing into this team because we know how he'd come in and light it up last year I'm hoping I'm I'm really crossing my fingers because I think everybody loves the walk-on story I think everybody loves Leor's game I would love to see him maybe just hey let's just preemptively rest today to see if he can get in some this upcoming weekend just because you know hey why not let's see let's see let's see the depth of this team let's see everybody what everybody's got and Let's be honest. Who doesn't love Lior? Right, right. Well, um, I, I want to round out the discussion today uh, just talking a little bit about what did we learn from this game about the 2022-23 version of the Auburn Tigers. Uh, based on what you saw today, who, who's your who's your starting lineup? Who's the five you're putting out there first game one 2022 season? I appreciate you uh, put me put me on the spot like this because that's like a big five it's like it's like asking a a fat kid what his favorite candy is when he's in the candy store like that's just that's tough okay since the spotlight is on me and i had no time to prepare for this i'm gonna just go with what my guts tell me and i know i appreciate you doing that put me on the spot it uh it makes things spicy and i'm about to put you on the spot because you put me on the spot so it's coming back at you yeah you're about to have to answer to jazzy here so you just be you know where i'm going with this all right. You got to have – I think you're going to have to throw Wendell at that one. Okay. I think you're going to put – just for the consistency, I think you need to throw Zepp at that two. But, I mean, you okay. can obviously equally argue having KD in there as well. Okay. Uh, just – I think for right now, until proven wrong, you still got to put Flan at that three. Okay. And then I think you got uh, Johan and Broom. Uh, at the four and the five, I could also see you could also talk throwing Jalen Williams in there and also Westry's that combo guy. I mean, it's looking like he can really, I mean, they had him playing point today. So like you can stick Westry cause he's six, six. So you can almost stick him anywhere, which I think is really cool. Cause they've got a lot of ways they can shift this roster around, especially that flex they run. And you could almost throw Westry in at one, two or three. And you could talk me into seeing it. And he showed me nothing today to prove that he could not do that and i think you kind of have a similar situation there with what you can do with combinations with broom with Jalen williams and let's not forget you got dylan cardwell in there who can totally throw that stuff around so you've got a lot of really interesting combinations so about what did we learn with this team well bruce has got some re- i mean he's got some guys and he's got some puzzle pieces and they have a lot of versatility where you know some teams like they got their guys and that's what they do and that's their identity and I think it's going to be a good and a bad thing because this team has a lot of versatility. They can have a lot of identities. Now the key is, can they find that early enough, grow it and develop it and keep it sharp enough to where, hey, it doesn't get one trick ponies figured out and we got you. And that kind of happened a little bit toward the end of last year. And we don't want to be fizzling out during the most important time of the year to be heating up. So now to put the blast on you, or do you want to answer the same question, or do I get to throw the spotlight uh, back at you? My, my analysis of this is not that dissimilar from yours. I would, okay. I'll be interested to see if they put Wendell in, and Zep out there at the same time. If that's a lineup, uh, I think he's going to play with these lineups a little bit this year to see. You know, I think Janai Broom and uh, Johan are going to be on the floor. Uh, and I know yeah, that might to. sound weird because they're the new, but I thought that their talent just kind of it just stood out to me. Uh, so we'll see if if we can't shoot, 
I will I just wonder if they're going to try to play a little bit more big boy ball um, down low. I mean, with Johan hitting everything down low, eight of nine, right? Um, and that's what I saw I, more of today and loved. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if they're going to try to bang down low a little bit more and shy away from, um, you know, shooting people out of the gym if the shooting – kind of looked like more of last year, honestly. Yeah, um, and I mean, Katie, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not trying to put them on blast, but your two guys, see your circle and as your shooters, I did not see it out of Katie or Wendell today to show that, like, oh, you've taken a drastic step and showing me, like, yeah, we're going to be confident in throwing this game on your back to get them because you, you don't have Jabari's midrange up in there anymore. And the problem with Katie and Wendell is, like, when they're hot, they are on absolute fire, but when they're cold – we're getting a lot of shots and we didn't get as many rebounds as we would have loved to seen. And that's one thing broom did. He did get a lot of rebounds. I'd love that, but right, right. Yeah. Long rebounds on those missed shots from KD and Wendell, not good uh, for the Auburn tigers. Now we did have the jazz jazzy challenge. You talked about. Yeah. It. Yeah. And I'm not, war. I'm not letting you escape that one. Okay. Right. And uh, he asked us, who would have the most total points over the three games that would be played? Uh, we had to pick as a group, and we all picked. We all picked Janai Broom. Now, how is that looking so far? Well, Broom had 17 points. The top scorer was Johan with 20 points. So the top two scores were the two newcomers, 20 and 17 points. I feel pretty good about Janai so far. Y'all, yeah, you're in a good spot. I mean, being three points behind is not bad because if y'all remember, as a uh, person who was watching the live show, y'all were really trying to talk yourselves. And I think you were, uh, y'all were trying to talk yourselves into Wendell. I was, he, I definitely was trying yeah, to talk myself into Wendell, yeah. but I was like, oh, okay, we'll go with Janai. You'd be, you'd and... be 12 points, you'd be 12 points uh, in, the, in the back right now. So, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, uh, who, who was it? Was it, um, who's it that was really like, oh, oh broom, broom? Who, who tried, was it? Was that Ike who talked to you on the broom? I think it was Ike. I think it was Ike that was really hard on broom. I, yeah. I was, I was talking myself into Wendell because I, I want to believe that he's going to be a better shooter. We didn't see that exactly today. Again, only 28.6% from the field. He was 0 of 3 from three-point range. And, and, and realistically speaking, even if he, if he hits all of those threes, he ties Broom for 17 points. Yeah. That was right? A good, good point. If he's 5 of 7 from the field, but he hits those threes, he ties Broom. But he did not hit those shots I thought he would hit, which is why I'm glad we did not go with Wendell. So uh, we'll be in a stronger position here uh, going into the next game. But who knows, man, uh, a Wendell could shoot lights out in the next game. You just never know with those guys. And that one's against the Israel All-Star team. And then the following day, the matchup between the Israel National team. So think more like Olympic caliber level basketball there. So the skill set should be much higher. And I'm imagining there you're going to start seeing a lot more disciplined looks, a little bit more plays being run. And the one thing, the big question mark I had is looking at the sheet here, the minutes wise was, as I mentioned earlier, was pretty evened out for everybody, which makes sense. It's a fun trip. You want to, you don't want to take that trip overseas and just say, Hey, you're going to ride the bench. Like you want to have these guys get a chance to play. Cause that's what they came here to do. 
And I'm curious for this next game, are they going to do a little bit of that or are they going to wait and maybe save it to replicate really game time minutes versus the national team, which should be the highest level of competition. So that'll be the interesting question mark there, but definitely expect some really good basketball. And I think some really good indications of what this team's identity is going to be because that, that uh, talent gap should be much more narrow and it'll actually really give a challenge to kind of see like, Hey, if we want to really win this game, we don't need to, we don't need to be kind of Tommy Hawk and threes for the, for the hell of it. Like we need to run a play, get open looks, facilitate some actual good shots. It'll be fun. Right. I'm, well, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it too. Certainly the level of competition is going to be uh, much tougher in the next couple games they got coming. So we'll be tracking to see how uh, this version of the Auburn Tigers is going to progress here. Uh, great opportunity for them. Uh, Bruce Pearl talked about this opportunity in the interview that we did with them from SEC Media Days a couple weeks ago. So wishing those guys safe travels. Uh, as always, I want to thank my guy Auburn Means for joining me to talk a little Auburn basketball today. We'll be back at you guys next week, next Wednesday, with Mike Mack and Memes on the Auburn Express, powered by the War Report. We're signing off, and as always, War Eagle. War Eagle, guys. Thank you.